was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome to Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And listen, on this episode, we yeah. got a very special, special guest. Let me start the air horns early. Okay? Yeah. Air horns early. Ladies, he's single. Let's start mm. there. Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, an incredible story. All right. From like 19 homeless to like debt free. Lady, ladies, he's debt free. Speaker, author, a fire podcast, which I don't know why I'm not on yet, but we'll talk about that during the episode. Ooh. You, you, you feel me? You feel me? But that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> man, uh, I, I'm gonna let Moose introduce the rest, but like, I'm excited about this one, Moose. Yeah, this one's fire. We, you know, once in a while when you get a guest that's rowdy in what we call backstage, this is a virtual podcast, so we don't got an actual stage, but you know, you'll hear them ruffle in the back, like, hey, I'm ready, pounding tables, ready to go at it. You know, it's gonna be a fire episode, man. We got the one and only Anthony O'Neill. Stay tuned for this one. Let's get into the intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. So without further ado, right, let's just bring the man of the hour I got some questions. Ooh, I got some questions. Where he looking at? I don't even know where he's looking uh, at. What's up, man? Uh, the grand <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Yeah. What's up, What's up, man? Yo, listen, man. I, I'm sitting here watching the intro. I'm like, why am I on this show? Why am I here? This oh. joint is mm. fire. I'm looking forward. Thank you for giving me all the love on, you know, being single because oh, the listen. boy is single. Listen, um, you know what I'm saying. So we we're gonna talk ready, about it. They, we're gonna talk about the course. We're gonna talk about a lot of things. We talk about everything. A lot Yo, of let's things. Get it. But let's get but it. before we do, before we do. Mm, Ooh, should I tell him? Should I tell him? Tell him. Ah, all tell right. him off the bat. All right. Tell him. I got some pictures, right? I got Ooh. some pictures. <sighs> and all <sighs> I need you to do is say the first phrase. And if you want to give a little story, I'm cool with that. But the first phrase of this particular thing. Okay? Got a few. Okay. Ready? All right. Let's get it. All uh -huh. right. Oh, uh, OG style. Okay, all right. For our audio listeners, we got we got a young ant that looks like he's wearing his daddy's suit at a very young age. Oh, Yo, that, that was the Steve Harvey style oh, back yes. then, you know. And that's when you wore the vest on top of the suit jacket. Yes. Oh, yes. oh man, that's a lot. That's a lot. I got another one. Got another one. Another another young ant. Where, where hey, were man, we? Look, that, they called me the pretty boy, you know what I'm saying? I okay. want the ladies to pull on my hair back in the day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Okay, all right. Here we go. Here, we get a little, little bit more serious. My man's at oh, work. 
Yeah, man. That was when I uh, was on the uh, Ramsey team, man, and just learning, growing, and uh, evolving during that season. You see that W on me. I was winning at the time. I see you. I see mm. you. Okay. Another picture. Oh, man, my girl, man, Tamron Hall, uh, who helped me promote my book, man, for it to become a number one national bestseller. And it's, you know, it's actually behind me. So, yeah, that, that's my girl. She's so beautiful, too. My talk, Lord. Talk about it. And then the last one, last one, some milestones, some milestones. Right yes. There. Some milestones. Yeah. For the man, audio people. 300K subs. Yeah, so 300K on the YouTube. Fire graphic, yeah. by the way. Fire graphic. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah. How, talk to us about that feeling. You know, it was good. You know, um, you know, Nikki, I, I remember when I first started this journey of, of doing the table with Anthony O'Neill. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't really believe in uh, the method. They didn't believe in the message that I was trying to portray. And they just didn't really understand or see it being successful. Mm -hmm. And so to reach 300,000 subs in a matter of a year and a half, two years, that's about two years, two and a half years now, um, fire. When you got people, it takes them two years to get a thousand subs. It yes. takes, you know. And so uh, we've been able to grow. Um, and now, I mean, that was back in November. Mm -hmm. Now we're at about 340,000 subs. Just added, a, just added another show. And so, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're growing, we're growing. And I heard you, you know, throw a little shade earlier and I'm gonna get you on the show, Nikki. You just gotta give me some time. <laughs> give me some time, sis. I'm just saying, you know I'm just saying, saying? I had, to, had, to, had every, to throw it in there. You know what I mean? You know, I feel you. I it feel wouldn't you. be the I'm New Yorker in me. It wouldn't be the New, York, New Yorker in me. But <laughs> just, let's go. Fire, fire. Hey, so, so real quick, let me give a quick intro, man. Right. So, uh, uh, number one. National best-selling author, mm. right, has helped over a quarter million people set out on a path towards a debt-free life mm. with a chart-topping book, Debt-Free Degree, mm. reached over 15 million people in 15 different countries through his podcast, The Table, where he keeps it real, relevant, and relatable. Mm. Gotta love it. And it's, a, it's incredible, bro. But on this show, we, of course, want to show people how it happened. Give us the story, man. How did you get into this, right? Like, how did Anthony O'Neill start this journey in, in his step one? What was his chapter one looking like? Yeah, moves me. You know, chapter one was a was a pivotal one for me, but it was also, I think, uh, the best chapter that set up the stage for where I am. You know what I'm saying? Um, I grew up with four parents, so I had like four loving parents, two biological parents and two step parents. My biological mom, stepdad, and my siblings live in Oceanside, California, and then my biological dad and stepmother live in, um, uh, they live in Columbia, South Carolina, right? So, I am at this season to where I was raised in a very strong Christian faith home and I couldn't go out to prom. I couldn't go out to school dances. I couldn't go to the mall. I couldn't go to the movies unless my parents went. I had to wear church shoes to school. I had to, um, I couldn't kiss a girl. I couldn't go out on a date with a girl. It was, it was go to school, come home, do your homework, go to church, go to mm. church Monday through Sunday. We only had two important conversations, um, Moose, and it was, hey, as a young African-American, here's what you do if you get pulled over by a police officer. You call mom and dad. Mm. Number two is if you, um, you know, want to get into heaven, don't do these things. And the only conversation I had around money was, hey, if you get $100, give 10% of it to the church, which is $10. Mm. So growing up, 
you know, I didn't really get the wisdom. I didn't really get the knowledge on how to really get the bag, secure the bag and flip the bag. Um, wow. And so, you know, my parents said, hey, man, just make sure you go to school, get a good job, get get 401k benefits um, and make sure that you don't jack up your credit score. But no one really taught me, you know, what is debt. No one really taught me what is a credit card. No one really taught me how to budget. So to make a long story short, man, when, when I say that chapter one of my life was I graduated high school, went off to school in California, uh, tried to impress all the ladies, Nikki. I'm talking about like, hey. yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting all the Filipinos, half black ladies. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling in the, the mixed ladies. I'm pulling in the black ladies. And I'm doing all this stuff just to impress people. So I'm racking up credit cards. I'm racking up student loans. But I don't need student loans. Because Moose, my father was, you know, in the army. And so he, mm-hmm. when he retired, I got a portion of his GI Bill. And then I had a partial scholarship for the NFL, the National Forensic League, right? And so I didn't need any scholarship money, um, but I didn't need any more student loans. Uh, but I took them out anyways so I can go buy her a Dooney Burke's purse. So I can go buy me, you know, a leather couch. So when she comes over, we have something nice to sit on. I'm going to leave it right there mm. and let y'all add the extra stuff to that right there. Um, <laughs> and, the so, <laughs> and so, you know, man, I racked up all this debt, made a bad decision when it comes to life. Um, and that decision cost me my uh, college experience. And I got kicked out of school. I lost my job that was attached to the school. When I lost my job that was attached to the school, I thought I was going back home. Uh, but my family quickly reminded me that, you know, I thought I was a grown man. And because I thought that, there was like, grown men don't come back home, so go fix it. And so with all the pride inside of me, I didn't apologize to my parents. I didn't step up to the plate. I was like, all right, cool, great. Um, went back to her, who I was trying to impress. She didn't offer me a place to lay my head. Went back to him, my homeboy at the time. And he was like, yo, you can't come here because my parents are tripping. And so at the age of 19, I'm homeless, sleeping in the back of my car. And I was blaming everyone else but myself. I was blaming my parents. I was blaming God. I was blaming her. I was blaming them. I was blaming everyone around me rather than actually blaming uh, myself. And I'm literally in the backseat of my car washing myself. I'm literally in the backseat of my car contemplating suicide. I'm literally in the backseat of my car crushing, you know, questioning uh, my Christianity walk at the time, you know. And so I made, I made, a, I made a decision during that time because it was one night. I was about to go to this young lady's house. She invited me over there to watch Bad Boys. And Monday through Friday, I would go to the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club, and take a shower. Saturdays and Sundays, I would just not shower. Well, in this one particular day, she invited me to the house, and I didn't want to go over there funky. So I, I grabbed the Dawn detergent and the Dove from out of the back of my car that I used to clean my car. And I literally get in the backseat of my car and I put the cells on top of me and I, I broke I broke emotionally. I'm sitting there naked in the back of my car with soap cells on me from dawn, not dove, dawn. And I literally said, I'm tired of this life. I want to be wealthy. I want to go home. I want to have kids. I want to have a family. I want to have freedom. And I'm tired of this life. And I broke down crying. And I went back home, apologized to my parents, begging them to give me another chance. They allowed me back in. And from that point on, I haven't made all the right decisions right. But when it comes to my money, I eliminated my debt. 
Um, I'm today I'm 100% debt free, excluding my mortgage. Um, I purchase all my cars cash. I purchase everything in my house cash. I, I mean, whatever I do, I, I move at the speed of cash. And I'm just traveling around the world, just helping people live a debt-free life, rack up wealth, start businesses. And really, when I really look at it, I'm really helping like single people, millennial people maximize their millennial, young, and single life. Uh, how do we steward this season well so we can get the bag, so we can start businesses and we can move forward and build healthy families and leave a legacy uh, for our children's children. So that's chapter one, man. Uh, that's the pivotal wow. moment of my life. Wow. Oof. Sheesh. Yeah, air horns today. Air horns <laughs> will be played today. Warning, people. All right. So with an incredible story like that, and you being out of debt, at what point did you say, and what age, yo, I got to teach other people. Like I went through this, I went through the lowest of lows, and now I'm out of it. When did you make that, yeah, I got to teach people and I got to figure this out, how I can impact other people to make sure they don't, they don't do what I do? You know, Nikki, it, it was, I think I was 20, 21. Yeah, I was 21. And I was working for a collection company, um, collecting other people's debt, right? And then when I get off of work, I would go wash cars. But every Friday, every Friday in Oceanside, California, we would always, um, y'all remember, uh, you know, back in the days, man, when we would... You had the spinner wheels. You know, when you stopped the car, the wheels kept spinning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I had those on my on my car, right? And <clears throat> every Friday, we'll get off of work. We'll all go wash our cars, go home, change clothes, and we'll all meet at the beach, and we'll all park on the beach, and we'll just sit there and just chill for the whole Friday night. Well, on this one particular Friday, it changed my perspective on how I'm approaching life because— me and my boy pull up in my car. My wheels are still spinning. I'm in a, a, a 2000 Ford Explorer, right? And I got two 12s in the back seat with a thousand watt amp. I'm chilling. You hear me coming from, you know, a mile away. <laughs> and then all of my people pull in, pull in with BMWs, Mercedes, um, uh, Lexuses, Range Rovers. I mean, just some nice cars with wheels, with systems in it, with TVs in the back. Because I was real popular back then. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and me and my boy sat there. We was like, yo, that dude lived with his mama in the basement. Yo, dude, he lived with like four of the guys in their two-bedroom house. Mm. Dude, he lived with his old lady, like with three kids. Bro, he just asked me for $5 yesterday. Mm. Just so he can get a double cheeseburger. And me and him literally said, like, yo, we look like we have money. But, bro, we broke. Like, we we don't have nothing. And we literally sat there in a the car like, yo, ha there has to be another way to life. We're sitting here driving this nice car. And I got I paid, you know, at the time, three grand for them 22-inch uh, wheels that keep spinning. Uh, well, that was a dumb decision, A.O., you got to go home and ask your mom and dad, can you get some gas money? And I literally told myself then, I was like, yo, forget about pleasing culture. 
Anthony, let's go change the mindset of culture. Let, let's 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 go shift things. Let's go learn things and start teaching that, because really everyone, everyone was just going. You know, hey, I want to go down this route, which is, you know, OPM, use other people's money, get a good credit score. Cool, great. I don't knock that route, but no one was teaching how do we actually have ownership. How do we actually live below our means? How do we actually become debt free so we can build true wealth and pass it down? And I believe a lot of people, I believe there are people who can use other people's money and use credit cards and still, you know, uh, build true and lasting wealth. But the majority of people in America today live above their means. They live paycheck to paycheck. And I wanted to learn how to get out of that mess myself and then turn around and teach everyone how to do that. And so I was about 20, 21 uh, when I made that decision. Yeah, I, I like I like how in in the message, Ao, you're talking to the season that you're in and mm-hmm. the one that you've mastered, right? Like like that. This is uh, a lot of people when they're building their business, they struggle with identifying their niche audience, right? Yeah. And you're very specific. <laughs> I'm helping people with this problem, right? And those people are single people, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that you're very clear on that. Uh, talk about just some of the ways that, and by the way, for those of you who are listening, we got a special announcement on the back half of this episode. You know, Ao got some, some, some cooking up in the back. We're not going to tell you just yet, right? But, but you're going to have to wait till the end, listen to this one all the way through. But no, talk, talk to us about, you know, maybe the discipline that it took to say, hey, I'm going to help people of my era, my generation, and not rush the chapters to get elsewhere, which I believe is, is something that you stand on pretty strong as well. <clears throat> yeah, man, you know, I, I I was sitting back looking. I was like, man, everyone talks to teenagers. Everyone's helping them get into school. Everyone's helping them, you know, get their basketball skills up, get the golf game up, get their tennis game up so they can get into school. And then uh, everyone's talking to adults and married couples and like, hey, here's how you can stay in your marriage. And here's how you can have a healthy marriage. And here's how you can have a great intimacy with your with your spouse. But I was like, dang, no one's talking to us single people. You know, they're leaving us hanging. It was like, yo, just go do whatever. Live your life. You're 20, you know, um, just go date, have fun. You only got one life. So, you know, just, you know, do your thing. Enjoy life. And I'm like, nah, man, that that was, was kind of messed up. And I realized that, that that our season of being in our youthfulness and being single, um, I really wish somebody would have told me at 18, hey, you're graduating high school. Here's two things. Here's what you need to know about finances. Give me a whole course on that. And then two, here's how you need to steward your single season. And so my passion came from all of the dumb decisions that I made when I was 18 in my young 20s. I'm sitting out here trying to impress culture. I'm sitting here trying to blend in with culture. I'm scared and fearful to be who I really am at my core. So I was allowing them to tell me who I should be. I was allowing culture to tell me how I should think. I was allowing culture to tell me what I should do rather than just being true to who I am, being an authentic Anthony O'Neill and be okay with, hey, she may not like me. He may not want to rock with me. And that's cool. And so my passion comes from now, which is really helping single people steward this single season. You don't have uh you don't have a uh, you know a man or a woman. Yo cool great. You may have a child, but if you don't have a child and it's just you, like yo, what what can you be building right now? What what could you be e- accomplishing right now? And so that's just one thing that I'm really really 
uh, just passionate about is really identifying who I'm going after. And my heart and my passion uh, of who I'm going after will be the millennial minority single space uh, between the ages of 20 and about 45 years old. And really just focusing on helping them, one, maximize their single season, two, help them eliminate debt, three, help them build uh, and, and establish true wealth for their families. Mm. Mm. So I love that you know exactly who your audience is. Mm-hmm. That is one of the biggest mistakes that people have when they're starting out their brand. They don't know who their audience is. They're like, everybody. I want to yeah. help everybody. So yeah. my question to you is go back and and help the people out with some of your earliest branding mistakes when trying to build this AO brand that we know of today? (laughs) You know, uh, one of the earliest mistakes that I made uh, was not sitting down and writing down the vision for where I wanted to go with the brand. I've always had the gift to talk. I've always had the gift to gab. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I, I was a number one debater in high school. So I always could talk. And I'll never forget, one of my teachers told me, man, you're going to be a powerful motivator. You're going to motivate people's lives with your mouth because you know how to encourage, you know how to inspire, you know how to make us laugh, you know how to, you know, in the church, I can make you shout, I can make you run around, Um, you know, but she was like, you're going to be that guy. And so what I did, Nikki, was I just went out there and just did whatever. If you gave me a mic in, in any room, I just said and did whatever. If you put me in front of someone, I became that person. One of the biggest mistakes I've made earlier on in my career was saying yes to everything mm. when I should have said no to 90% of the things I said yes to. Hold, wait, first of all, you're not going to speed past that. Like, you didn't just say what you just said. <laughs> I'll run that back. Somebody I'm back serious. There. Yeah, run that back. You know what I'm saying? It's like 90% of the things I should have said no, that doesn't fit where I'm going. It doesn't align with my vision. You see, one of the problems that I see with people today is they don't spend time to write their vision. In the book of Proverbs says, where there is no vision, that's where people perish. And so like the reason why I didn't grow as fast, mature as fast, build wealth as fast is because I didn't have a clear vision. And because I didn't have a clear vision, I was saying yes to him, her, yes to that, yes to this, yes to that, yes to this. And um, I, I didn't know where I was going. And so I was all over the place. You know, I'm doing this for the church. I'm doing this in this marketplace. I'm talking to little kids in, in the kindergarten. I'm over here talking to this particular uh, racist group. I, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I'm over here. Whatever was paying me, I was doing it. But I wasn't going in a direct place. And I think that was one of the biggest mistakes that I've ever made in the beginning, back in the, when I was 25, 26, you know, I didn't, I didn't spend time to think about, okay, cool. Where am I going? What is my, what's my navigation system? And anyone or anything uh, that attaches to me has to be aligned with where I'm going. We don't have to have the same vision, but they have to be able to help me get there. Um, and I probably would have been there already. You know, that even comes down to relationships. There's some relationships I should have never entered into, not because they're horrible ladies. It was just that these were ladies who were not aligned with where I was going. And so they distracted me 
from 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 going to where I wanted to go. And I remember there was this one particular young lady, a, a good young lady, but she tried to talk me out of certain things that I, I, I should have done. And because I liked her, and I, I'm just gonna be real, this is you know Nikki and Moose show, and because she had a nice little shape back there, yeah, I listened, mm-hmm. I, I listened to her because I didn't want to lose her. So because I didn't want to lose her, I lost myself. And in losing myself, I disconnected from where I was going. And so that's just one of the things that I, I, I would help the people out is, man, listen, the easiest way to say no to someone or to something or to an opportunity is by having a clear vision. And your clear vision is your escape route. It's, it, it will help you say no, and it will help you say yes in a nice way, in a simple yeah, this this aligns with my vision. Let's do this. No, this doesn't align with where I'm going. Love you, you cool people. Let me know how I can support you, but we just can't do it together. Uh, but y'all, I rock with you, uh, and let me know how I can help. But this doesn't align with where I'm going, and mm. that is just solid. You're not saying you're a horrible person. You're just saying, hey, we're not going the same place. But I still rock with you though. That's. That's that's classy right there, Ao. Hey, can't can't argue that you you just don't align with my vision. Hey, try again next season. Maybe they'll no. Maybe yeah. there'll be some better luck. Uh, t- talk about now from a business standpoint, Ao, because I love the clarity of the vision, who you help, and how we're helping them. I think that yeah. that's a very simple framework. But I do find that a lot of people, when they're now saying, "Okay, I'm going to go to market with this," there's maybe some fear, some some trepidation around putting a price tag to it or mm. just knowing what to charge and what to give away. How did you find out just that framework in general? What to charge, what to give away? How did that, how did that come along for you? Man, you know, my dad taught me um, uh, the six Ps. Proper prior planning prevents poor performances, right? And so what I simply do is before I do anything, like I have a, a course coming out, my very first course coming out here um, in, in, in a few days, right? And uh, I... I did, I did the research, bro. I stepped back. I said, okay, cool. I identified my market, um, who I'm going after. So this particular course is going after millennials who are single, right? Uh, then after I did that is I went and did the research and, and, and looked up, okay, who is also in this space um, as far as in going after millennials, um, going after, you know, the relationship space. And I went and see, okay, what, what is their price range? What are, what does their course offer? Not so I can rip anything. So I'm not ripping anything, but I want to know what value are they presenting that this these group of people know. The power in doing anything in business is to do your proper prior planning and your proper prior research. And so when I did that, okay, cool, great. Then I went back to the drawing table and said, all right, I'm offering this. Here's my credibility in as as an influencer. Um they're offering this price. This is my first course. And then I took that information and I went and took it to someone who's wiser than me. Like, hey, uh, like a mentor. Like, hey, this is what I this is what I found. This is what I saw. This is the price that I'm thinking about charging. And, and, and Moose, he said, you're not charging enough. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not charging enough? I said, well, I'm just trying to bless the people. He said, if you charge them that little, they're not going to they're not going to rock with you. Because you're not making them invest into themselves. Mm. And then you're devaluing who you are. And I was wow. like, oh. 
And so I think I, I think it's a good thing when you have a price and you're a little nervous, not because you're nervous if they'll buy it, you're nervous like, yo, well, they think it's too much. I think that's a good that's a good place to be in because it shows that you care about your tribe. You, it, it shows that you care about your people, but never yeah. devalue who you are as long as you know, hey, my price is a thousand bucks. Cool, great. Is the product you're offering worth two thousand? That's it. You know, mm. I, I would never charge one hundred percent what my product is worth. So if my product is worth two thousand, you may get it for fifteen hundred. But you'll never get it for two thousand because I want you to get more value than what you paid for. But you're gonna give you you don't give me some money. You you definitely gonna pay me. Uh, but I, I'm also doing the research and making sure that my prices is, is is fair. My price is normal, um, and also I'm, I'm I'm pricing it to where it's like, hey, it's worth my time because I'm putting in effort, I'm putting in thoughts, I'm putting in long nights. Man, I haven't slept over like the last three days, you know, Moose, because I've been just making sure that what I present is excellence, and excellence yeah. comes with time, and there's a cost to that. So my course is not going to be just something that was slapped together in a week. No, it's been taking me about four months to put this thing together. Um, and, and I'm literally going back and fine tuning it. So for me, on the business side of things, I get it. At first, you're gonna you're gonna feel like, hey, this is too much. And I think that's a good feeling at first because it lets me know that you care about your people, uh, but right. never doubt your worth. You are worth yeah. what that course is worth, what that product, what that thing that you're offering is worth. Walk into that space, own that space, um, be humble, uh, but don't devalue yourself. Wow. Oh my Yo, Nikki and these 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 horns. Okay, so this may be uh, a selfish question for myself. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, podcasting, the journey of it. Why? Ooh. Why? Why do it? What has like? What was your first couple of episodes like? Because we see, we see what you have now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see the content. The content is top notch, right? Uh, but yeah. people do not really ever understand the back end of it. So let's talk a little bit about the journey of podcasting from your side. Man, you know, <clears throat> podcasting was, I'll be honest, was not really in my eyesight, Nikki. It was really YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, let me do YouTube because I'm good with facial expressions. I'm good with my hand gestures. I'm good with my, you know, with, with, with doing my thing and then yeah. and doing my research. I found out the audience that I'm really going after spend a lot of time on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, and I was like, podcast? And so I, I'll be honest and frank, you know, uh, it was um, Ramsey Solutions when I was with them for seven years. I said, yo, you should really, you know, consider podcasts because of because of the audience that's over there. And I'm like, my people ain't over there. And I'm be real. I said, man, black people ain't over there like that. They, they, they're just not over there. They, they on YouTube. They on Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? They, right. they on IG. But podcasts? Man, ain't nobody listening to podcasts. Right. And when I started doing more research, I started noticing that. They are. Mm -hmm. And they love it. 
Mm-hmm. And I was slipping <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. missing out. Um, and honestly, podcasts makes me good money. And Talk I'm sitting it. here like, I'm like, wait a minute. Podcast is over here bringing me some coins. Okay, let's just wait a minute. And so I think one of the main reasons why I'm I'm like in this space, right, of podcasting and, and YouTube and I'll be frank, is there There are not a lot of minority successful uh, people doing and teaching what I teach, right? So my message is a, is a little unique, right? It's a little different from the average uh, people out there who, who are in the money um, and relationship space. I, I teach, don't have a credit card. And so I wanted to be the example that, yo, you can still have that luxury item. You can still have that nice lifestyle. You can still drive that luxury car and you don't, you don't, you pay cash for it. Um, and so, and I went to put my message out there. And so it's, it's really been, wow, an amazing journey, right? Because now I represent a group of people that never seen something like this before. Uh, while also teaching what I'm teaching. And I just, I really just wanted to get my message, my story out there. And because I did get it out there, now people are hungry to learn how to do it. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And so we actually just went up to two shows and we're going up to three shows in April a week uh, because uh, people are just hungry for the message and they want to hear both sides. Okay, this is the credit route. This is the no credit route. And then I think they just want to make a decision for themselves. Like, What's the best route for me? And I'm just giving them my story, my journey. And podcasting is is honestly the best way. And let me say this too. Let me, let me say this too. A lot of people think YouTubing and podcasting, there's no money in it. I, I, I think they really understand this. There's a whole lot of money in this game. And there's a study that just recently came out that the fastest... Um, growing, the fastest small type of business, the fastest growing small type of business um, are influencers, are people who are on YouTube, people who are on podcasts, people who are content creators. They are making seven plus figures within a matter of like three to five years, within a matter of a year and a half, two years, they're making six plus figures. And then within the first year, you can make, you know, what the average person in America makes, which is $41,000. If you get out here, write some good content, you know, listen to to Nikki and Moose because Nikki's always dropping how to grow your Instagram, how to do this, how to do that. And if you sit out here and you just learn this stuff, man, you can make some serious money. Um, And so it's funny how when I... Talk to people like the older generation. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so what are you doing? I'm like, man, I just you know, I'm just a speaker, author, and influencer. Influencer. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? What? what, what I mean, what you got? You what you doing? I'm like, well, I do. You know, I have a show based on YouTube and on podcasts, and um, travel around just speaking. YouTube, like that. <laughs> oh, YouTube. I'm like, yeah, YouTube. <laughs> I, I, baby, is that a job? I said, well, how much do you make a year? <laughs> you know, and, and so I, I think I think what people really have to understand that there there's a there's a new wave coming when it comes to entrepreneurship. Um, 
you know, Nikki, you just did an IG video talking about a 17-year-old making all this money, millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. Um, you know, my nephews and niece make up more money com- uh, combined, and they're like, what, five through 10 uh, with my brother-in-law because they're just very unique individuals and they're taking advantage of YouTube space. So I think if you have something to say, if you're willing to spend some time to learn Man, YouTubing, podcasting, becoming a social influencer with true and authentic content is the route to go. Moose, I, I got to follow up yeah. with this uh, this master. Okay. Let me end this master class that he yeah. just gave. Yeah. Let me end this. But how? But how mm. do you make the coins? You said there's coins, but the the AO blueprint to making some coins in the YouTube and podcasting game, give them give them some gems off of it. Yeah, yeah. They, they're inspired now. They're like, "All right, you know, I'm gonna yeah. start this YouTube channel. I'm gonna get this podcast out, but I don't know how to make money." I mean, the very first thing is, man. Number one is you got to have something. You get, you got to have something to say. You know what I'm saying? You can't just watch this show, take all of Nikki and Moose questions, and then go interview somebody else and copy it. No, you got to be true and authentic to yourself. Like, why do people want to listen to what you have to say? So you need to spend some time and really identify what is what is burning on the inside of you, you know? Uh, what's burning on the inside of me is financial freedom, is financial peace uh, for young people, for singles, for millennials, for minorities. That's burning inside of me. What makes you unique? You know what I'm saying? That you got to identify that. You want to make money. Why Why will people come to you? Like, what? why will... How, how would you build an audience? What are you saying? If you're just like everyone else, you're gonna you're gonna be swimming in a pond, and no one's gonna identify you. What makes Anthony O'Neil, Anthony O'Neill unique? He's a black man saying, "Don't use credit cards." <laughs> he is a black man saying, "Don't do debt." He's a black man saying, "Live below your means." He is a black man saying, "Brothers, if she wants a fifty dollar, uh, if she wants a five hundred dollar date, she ain't the one. The first date." You only spend fifty to one hundred dollars. Mm. So now you create this. This whoa, 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 whoa. He talking about only a hundred dollar date. Whoa, whoa. What is he talking about? Is he crazy? Let me go listen to him some more. And then as they listen to me, they consume my content and they, they they're understanding now what I'm teaching. And so for me, it's number one: identify the content. When you identify the content, grow your tribe. Here's how you do it: Don't try and grow a tribe of of a hundred thousand. Listen. You want to make a million dollars on YouTube? Get you 2,000 faithful YouTubers. Mm. That's it. If you want to make a million dollars, all you got to do is get you a solid 2,000 people, okay, that will pay you $400 for something. That's a million dollars. So you don't need 100,000 subscribers. You don't need a million subscribers. What you need is is a message that will impact and that will inspire a group of people. When you have that message that will inspire impact, your tribe is going to come. If you focus on influence and impacting, income comes. So get the get the message, get the loyal tribe, right? And then from there, man, just dump, just dump content, keep dumping content. And then the key thing for me is where I'm I'm really able to uh, really excel at is I honestly. Um, take advantage of two things on YouTube. I take advantage of brand deals and I take advantage of affiliate deals. Mm-hmm. If you come on my show and you promote something as a as, um, on my show, you got to I, I, I got to be an affiliate. 
And if you're going to make a million dollars from my, you know, from my channel, I'm going to get something from it too, because I'm introducing you to my audience, which is why I'm very selective about who I allow on my show and who I allow to promote something on my show, because I want to make sure it's something that I use or something that I would use uh, before I endorse it. And if I endorse it, then, you know, when it comes to making money, yo, I, I need, you know, if it's a digital product, I'm getting no less than 30 to 40% of the product. Um, if it's a book, you know, I'm, I'm going to push you through Amazon's um, affiliate page. Um, you know, I, I'm very strategic on that because, I mean, it doesn't make sense for you to come on, make money off of my show, and I get nothing. And so build, get a message, build your tribe, protect your tribe, and don't focus on building large numbers. No, here's how you win with, when it comes to people. Influence them, impact them. They'll reward you with income. Hmm. Sorry, Musa, I had to get that master class real quick. Man, nah, nah. Hey, I'm I'm hearing words different with you, Ayo. You know what I'm saying? I'm hearing words different. In comes the income. You feel me? Like it's just, I'm just hearing words a little bit different. I'm like, yo, wait, that I just realized that after 32 years. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Talk, man. Talk about some of the challenges that might still happen day to day. The reason why I ask is because I feel like still people in their business journeys, they expect that once they have that one successful launch or once they decide to make the decision to go public with their product, their service, their YouTube channel or their podcast, they expect it to be a smooth road Mm -hmm. the whole way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, successful people still have challenges today. Talk about just some of your challenges now, even today as it relates to maybe business decisions that you have to make, legal contracts that you have to negotiate, things of that matter. I mean, one of the biggest challenges that I'm facing with right now is people. Mm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I I gotta deal with people. I gotta deal with different characters, different personalities, and people have to deal with me. And I am a very direct individual. My team will tell you that. AO is very direct. I say what's on my heart, I say it to the best way that I can respectfully, right? Uh, but I've learned not everyone talks the way I talk. Not everyone thinks the way I think. And one of the things you're going to always deal with when, when, you, when you are an entrepreneur is different personalities, different characters. And you're going to have to really learn how to maneuver around, okay, this person a little bit more emotional. Okay, this person doesn't like it as direct. Okay, this person is very direct. Um, and you're going to have to really learn how to steward all and manage all of these different relationships because as the CEO of your company, Anything goes wrong within with, with inside of that company, it's not their fault. It's not your teammates' fault. It's your fault. You're the head. You get the you get the bulk of the income. You're paying them a set fee or hourly pay, but you're going home with 30%, 40% of what the company made. You know? So for me, it's it's I'm learning. Um, and I just had this, I'll be honest with y'all, man. I just had this just the other day. I had to have a real hard, uh, hard heated conversation um, with a couple of my team members. And man, it was it was difficult. You know, there was some, um, we, didn't, we didn't cuss each other out because we don't do that, but our tones got kind of loud and mm. uh, we, we got kind of aggressive with the conversation. Um, and I had to say this. I was like, yo, listen, maybe this is not a good fit for you. And, you know, we, we, we resolved the matter, but... Just because you see the money, you guys, just because you see the cars, 
just because you see that successful launch, like uh, like Moose said, man, listen, do you know how much hell and drama has gone on behind closed doors? You know how many nights, you know, Nikki and Moose has probably had to stay up just to edit podcasts, just, just to, you know, have hard come. Do you know how many nights I haven't gone to sleep because the, my video guy couldn't do videos, so I had to edit them myself? Mm. You know how many times I had to um, stay up and, and paint the new studio because I wanted, I wanted a certain kind of way. You know how many times when people say, hey, you know what? I can't do the graphics today. So I had to go on YouTube and learn how to get creative inside Canva. And I'm sitting there drinking a Red Bull and, and, and trying to keep the AC on like 60 degrees to keep me up while I'm drawing because, listen, there's no excuse. There's no, I, I can't be like, well, my, my, my graphic designer failed me, so I can't. No, I got to make it happen. True entrepreneurship, a true entrepreneur makes it happen to the best of their abilities, and they do not blame people. And so what I tell everyone, man, is as I'm in this space, you know, I'm learning more and more, um, you know, and I'll be honest with you all. I, shoot, I just texted my therapist the other day. Like, I think I need to step, step up my uh, sessions with you <laughs> uh, because mm. I need to be able to vent. Because as as the owner, I can't vent to the people who are on my team. I can't vent to my, you know, to my uh, my independent contractors. I can't vent to my to my team team who's on my payroll. I I can't vent to them because then now they're looking at me. Well, you're the owner, and so right. um, it's it's not easy. But now let me tell you this much: ownership is rewarding. Uh, entrepreneurship is rewarding, and I believe. Uh, for the minority minority culture, uh, entrepreneurship is freedom. That is the key to freedom. That is the key of to where we can really control our destiny. And so I do know that there's a down with everything. There's a down with entrepreneurship. There's a down with nine to five. But there's a positive with nine to five. And there's a positive with, with, with entrepreneurship. And so I'm just learning now, uh, Moose, how do I deal with the downfalls? How do I deal with the nights that I, I'll be honest with you, I feel like crying and giving up. You know, I've, I've been on this business. I've been on this journey now for uh, by myself for about eight months before I had it with, with Ramsey and man, such an amazing organization that I decided to step out on my own. Um, and man, I can't even count how many times, you know, I've had some emotional nights because I want to go to sleep and I can't because I need to edit this video. And so I'm on YouTube. Um, I'm on Nikki's page trying to learn how to make these dope Instagram stuff, and I still don't know how to do it like Nikki, you know? Um, but it's it's like, but when I get that check or checks, mm. when, when, when I get the, when I get the, the, the comments on YouTube saying, yo, thank you. When I get the DMs from people saying, yo, man, that touched my life. I just honestly went out there and paid off my car because of you, or I just paid off my student loans because of you. Man, that stuff gets me going, bro. Like that stuff... Mm gets me going. Uh, but entrepreneurship, I was just telling this to my homegirl the other night, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. It's not. It's a grind. Hmm. Y'all not going to hear this anywhere else. I'm just going to put that out there. Not from not from this side. I keep telling y'all, these interviews, we ask different questions. Y'all know, y'all not going to do this. So, you mentioned it, and the, the great thing about 
our podcast is we like harp on ownership, right? Where mm. somebody may jump on a big network, but then leave and people are thinking it's drama, but it's honestly the individuals wanting ownership and freedom of whether it's their IP, whether it's just their voice, whatever they want. Now you said it, Dave Ramsey. That's how mm. I was. I was like, oh, look, it's the black guy on the white network. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> look at this. We gotta yeah. got pay attention to him. Yeah. Yo, that's yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not politically correct. I don't care. But um, but then boom, uh, I didn't see it no more, but I saw way more content from you. I was mm. like, hold on, I'm paying attention because I don't ask real real quick. I pay attention and I'm like, oh, he going. Hard in the paint right now. Okay. <laughs> right. So we covered, um, of course, the the break of the Joe Budden network where the yeah. ladies were like, we leveraged the the platform. <clears throat> we jumped on their their YouTube page. We got the audience, but because of how he looks at ads, we had to leave. It wasn't a good partnership. <clears throat> the I am athlete, yo. This isn't what we thought it was. Now there's two different podcasts and it is what it is. My question yeah. to you is why why the the separation, right? Yeah. Yeah. And is it I'm going to assume it's ownership, right? But we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I mean it, it was, you know, it's fo so funny. Everyone asked me that question. Why why did you leave Dave Ramsey? And there really is no uh negative answer at all, right? right. It's 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 a me and Dave uh, recognized that my brand was going a different direction than what we saw it it was going while I was at Ramsey, mm -hmm. and so we both disagreed that hey it's time uh, for you to uh, just step out on your own and and it was such a smooth transition to where this guy actually sewed into it you know he was like hey we love you we want to support the route that you're going when it comes to you know really serving that that market that you want to go after. Um, and uh, it wasn't like, hey, this is a better situation. It wasn't like it was a bad situation. It was just, hey, Anthony, go do your thing. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go do my thing. And um, it, it was it was good. You know, it, it was a real good. And it's so funny because it's like what you said. When people see people separate, they mm -hmm. automatically think it's drama. Right. And I'm like, no, there's, there's no drama there. It, it was, that was the season. Um, I'm a spiritual man. I'm a Christian man. And God just shifted the season. And because I honor Dave, because I honor that place, I mean, I love that place. Dave was 100% supportive of it. Um, Y'all, I'm going to be real with you all. Uh, he even gave me some money to go out. I was like, yo, hey, man, we want to, mm. he, he called, like, this is like a church plan. We're going to go allow Anthony to do what he was called to do. Um, and, um, uh, it, it was a good, it was a good move because you're right. You're right, Nikki. Um, what I'm building now is, it's for me, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, this is, um, I, I could do what I know what I need to do for my people, for my culture and for my future family. And it's mine, you know, and, um, I love it. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change for the world. I really wouldn't. I love Ramsey. Um, you know, I, I just love where God has me at now and where I'm going. Biggest lesson from that network? Man, uh, the power of team. 
Um, the, 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 there is there is so much power in in team um, that I really didn't get until after I left because that is that is one of their secrets is they know how to use everyone's strengths there mm-hmm. um, and they know how to get the job done and put you where you will win. And then I step out of my own. I'm like, dang. I don't have that strength. I don't have this strength. I don't have that strength. I don't have this strength. Oh my goodness. I need to get strengths around me because I'm weak in a lot of areas. And so that's that's what I'm working on right now is just surrounding myself with the strength playmakers in that specific role so we can impact more people, so we can help and serve more people uh, because I could do it all by myself, right? But I won't grow as quick. I won't impact as quick. I won't influence as quick. And so that was one of the biggest things uh, that I learned um, um, out there. Mm-mm-mm. Network. Yeah, we're coming. We're coming up towards the end here, and I want to talk about uh, some of the some of the C's that you mentioned. Right? You talk about currency. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I want to talk, you talk about character. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I want you to speak about confidence. Because mm. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like th- that's a very personal thing, but but it, it does wonders for yeah. people in their business life, in their professional life, and many it's 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 multi-layered, if you will. Speak about confidence for those who are just, you know, in and out of oh, am I confident? I'm not confident, or or you're struggling with confidence. Talk about that, the, the importance of confidence and just how you've been able to master and nurture your own. You know, confidence, Moose Man, is such a it's, a, it's it's a big thing for me, right? Because I'll be honest, when when I did, um, you know, transition out of my own, I had a little insecurity, man. I was like, man, will people still rock with me? You know, will, will, will people still like what I have to say because I'm not there anymore? And one of my mentors said, are you not confident in, in the man who you are? Are you not confident in the man who God made you to be? Are you not confident in your message? And I was like, I am, but are they confident in me? And he said, it's not your responsibility Mm. to convince them about you. It is your job to live out your truth and your truth and you being confident who you are will attract who you need to impact. But he said, the problem is people who are not confident in themselves tend to change into someone else who they think the people want but we see that, we smell that, we, we sense that. This is fake. And so what I've really lived out on is like, yo, I'm just gonna be true to myself. You know? Moose, I got I got ladies right now who would not, I was, oh man, I met this beautiful girl. My God, she was so beautiful. And I mean, I was like, yes, Lord. But she would not talk to me because I don't do credit cards. And I say, you know what? Hey, Queen, I respect that. Thank you so much. Now, the old part of me, Moose would have been like, yo, 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 hold on. Let me go holler at City Bank. <laughs> Run that. But I was confident. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I was confident in who I am. Like, this, this is who I am. And not everyone's going to be attracted to that. And that's fine. Because I'm not called for everyone. I'm not called to marry every single woman. I'm not called to have, you know, two, three, four, five wives. I'm not called, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 to a lot of things. I'm called to certain things and, and I'm confident in the man. I'm confident in the character. I'm confident in my integrity and I'm confident in where I'm going. 
and never allow what I tell people this is like confidence is is almost like um it's almost like you, you don't want to be so insecure on in who you are because we all have insecurities in some way or in some shape or form in our lives, right? Uh, but we don't want our confidence to stretch to arrogance. We want our confidence to still come off humble. We want our confidence to come off as in like, yo, hey, I'm not the ish, but daggone it, I'm solid. You know, mm. and you, you're going to have to respect me. Um, and that's just who I am today, man. You know, I, I'm so confident in my message. I'm so confident that um, there are millions of people who need my message. I'm so confident that what I'm teaching is changing and impacting lives because it changed and impact my life. I'm so confident that I will be a, a, a great husband, a great father, a great friend, a great son. I'm so confident that I am a great influencer that no one can tell me that I'm not. If someone says you're crazy, Anthony, you suck. Okay, cool. I'm crazy and I suck to you, but I'm still a confident and solid brother with a solid message. And that keeps me going, bro. And I, I, I love it, man. I love how you said confidence, character, and currency. Because here it is, ladies, you can have a man who has currency, but just because he has currency doesn't mean that he has confidence and doesn't, doesn't mean he has character. But for me, for the most part, if a man has character and confidence, he can produce currency. But just because he has currency doesn't mean he has character and confidence. So I always lead off with, what is my character portraying? Do I believe in what and who I am? And if I do with that, currency will come. Character, confidence equals currency. Impact, influence, boom. Y'all are all right with me. These daggone horns. (laughs) Oh, you get a bomb on that one. You get a bomb on that one. Hold on, hold on. All right. So you kind of mentioned it and hinted at it. The course is coming, okay? Oh, the course is yes. coming, all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my question to you, what took you so long? Ah. <laughs> let's, let's start there. Let's Before hey. I even go, what is it and where can we get it? What took you so long? You know, I think I had to make sure I, come out with, I came out with a course that, um, again, will impact and influence. You know, and everyone thought that I would come out with a money course. And this is not this is not a money course. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's, it's not. I mean, I think Dave Ramsey has uh, the best uh, money course when it comes to getting out of debt. Uh, but one thing I did learn was like, man, dang, single people need help. Anything that I saw and everything that I saw when it came to single people was all about how to chase the ring or how to position herself for the ring. Mm-hmm. But nothing to talk about. Okay. How do you steward this season? Like, how do you maximize this opportunity of having no responsibilities other than yourself? And I'm like, man. And so I literally just sat back and said, okay, cool. I went to the drawing board, man. And and let's just be real out here, Nikki. There's a lot of courses out here that are trash, that are flush, and and charging people a lot of money. And I didn't want to fall into that. And I, I didn't want to just rush to get into something because you can make, you know, a quick, you know, six, seven figures off of it. No, I want to make sure that what I put out, you know, my character is stamped on that. My integrity is stamped on that, uh, that it is it is definitely valuable. 
Um, and, and so I just spent some time talking to my mentors. Yo, listen, to, for, for this course, Nikki, I talked to m- married people and I was giving them, you know, what I'm thinking about talking about in the course and what I'm doing, what I'm teaching. And I was just making sure that they liked it. And they were like, yo, yes, I wish I would have did that when I was single. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's I wanted that to make sure that I was going down the right direction. So what I put out um, is powerful. So it took me a while because I want the best serve my tribe. And I didn't want to brush out something just because I have a big name. And I know I can just make money and put trash out. No, I want I want to make sure that when people get into this this particular course, that they are inspired, um, and, and it helps them to lay a solid foundation for their life. Mm. Hey yo, man, this was an incredible conversation, bro. To say the least, I really enjoyed this dialogue. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Unlike Nikki, I haven't looked into too much of your stuff, but this conversation for sure is making me like, okay, hold up. Let, let me get all the notes. I'm playing this back <laughs> and I'm definitely going to be doing my due diligence to learn some more. But super, super awesome conversation. You know, what's funny is when we first started the podcast, it started as a live Facebook show in literally wow. the first month of the pandemic. It was like something wow. we did on accident. And we saw that everyone would, uh, just after Kobe passed, everyone would be like, man, we got to do a better job of giving people their flowers while they're still here. And as we kept going back and forth, we're like, you know what? The podcast, yes, we're going to deliver to people the blueprint behind successful brands, businesses, and entrepreneurs, but it's our unique way of giving people their flowers while they're still here. So, Mm. bro- for real, this is uh, definitely a much appreciated. I think you're definitely one of the best at doing what you're doing. And it's cool to see, not like you said, not just solid content, but solid character, confident, currency, the whole nine is super dope. So for the people, let me just say this real quick. You have the opportunity to get access, early access, or at least join the waiting list because the, the course is not out yet. Maybe I'll give you, maybe you want to speak about the details of it. Course is not out yet, uh, but you have a course coming to market uh, in the next couple of months here and the people have a chance to at least join the wait list. Just tell us about that really quick, where they can get the information and register. And, uh, yeah. I'm signing yeah, up. Man. Oh man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. It's called the singles blueprint, eight pillars to maximizing your single season. And, um, I'm really walking through and teaching people how to gain clarity on their vision, how to start building true and lasting legacy, Um, And I'm just walking through the eight pillars that over the last few years, I've been able to really master. You know, I haven't mastered finding a woman, so I'm not going to talk about that. Um, And while I've mastered getting out of debt, uh, I believe, like I said, Dave Ramsey has the best program of getting out of debt. So I'm not talking about getting out of debt or money. But before we can talk about chasing a ring, before we can talk about building wealth, um, every millionaire, every billionaire who I've had the opportunity to study and really dive into, uh, one of the key things moves I learned about them was they had stuff deep down that was so rooted and so secure in them that you couldn't shake it. And so uh, to really build wealth, to really be a strong father, a strong mother, a good friend, there's eight pillars you need to focus on. Um, and we're going to go through those pillars. And one of them, for an example, is you know your comfort zone. How do you get over your comfort zone? Like, are you allowing your comfort zone to become your kill zone? I'm going to say one more time. Mm. Are you allowing the very same thing that is so comfortable to you be the very same thing that is killing your dreams, killing your, your hopes, killing your vision, killing your potential, stopping you from starting that business? And I realized 
that there were a lot of things in my past that, yo, man, Anthony, if you would not have stepped outside of that comfort zone, you would not have be, you would not be a number one national best-selling author. You would not have sold over a hundred thousand uh, books. You would not have been on you know this particular show and and on, in this particular magazine if you would have stayed inside the same thing that is comfortable. And so uh, we're going to be really walking through like what are the eight pillars to building true success. And I'm telling you right now, it's four hundred ninety-seven dollars. It is cheap. Your price probably worth about $3,000 because inside this course, you'll get the videos. Then you're going to get my direct cell phone number, my direct email address. And for eight weeks, we're going live every Tuesday. And I'm bringing on guests, some celebrity guests, some thought, uh, some strong thought leaders um, in these particular spaces. And we're just going to be taking questions, just even going deeper and helping people really get this solid foundation and really help them teach them how to maximize their single season. So... I mean, it's a very, very affordable course. And uh, I'm telling you right now, because it's so cheap, I'm only allowing a certain amount of people inside the course uh, because I, I don't I don't want to have, you know, 5,000 people texting me. And so, <laughs> um, so yeah. So, yeah, man, I would definitely say sign up for the waiting list because we're only going to have it open for like four or five days. Um, and as soon as we hit that number, I don't want to say the number, but as soon as we hit that number, we're, we're going to close it out uh, because I really want to serve people I'm going to really help them really get to where they want to be, especially single people. So um, I, I don't know if the link will be in y'all's uh, show description, uh, sure but will. check it out, you know, and, and, and rock out with this, y'all. So real quick, before we go, before we go, I forgot one thing, one thing. Uh, well, let me say this. Get the course. Cause I'm gonna get the course <laughs> first, okay? All you single people, Moose can't get the course. He married, but Moose, you're married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the course. I get the course. Uh, two, three books that has helped you in your journey when it comes to branding and business. Three books. Uh, when it comes to business, I always say uh, "Think and Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill. Get the Black Choice uh, because that really helps you think from a, a financial perspective. Um, I would definitely, from a business perspective, um, I would get my mentor's book, Dave Ramsey's Untrade Leadership, uh, because he really teaches teaches you how to really build the strong culture of a team. And he teaches you how to be an entrepreneur while also being a leader. And you may not be, you know, the leader right now. You may be your only leader, uh, but it really teaches you the culture. And then um, the last one, which I think is very important, I read this probably about two times a year, is How to Win Friends and Influence People by um, uh, Napoleon Hill, right? And that book changed my life because it really teaches you, instead of for telling people things, ask more questions. Because when you ask more questions, you invite them into a, into a conversation rather than telling them. And, and I really love that book because, like I told you all earlier, I'm very direct. So instead of me saying, hey, social media lady on my team, I want this up by this time, that can come off kind of aggressive, you know, and it make it can make her seem like, well, dang, you don't trust me to tell you what time you should post it or when you should post it. Mm -hmm. So my flip from that book was, yo, hey, um, social media lady, wh what do you think about us posting this at about like five o'clock? Would that work? Now it's her. It's me telling her I I think it should go up at five, but now I put it in her hands to give me her thoughts and her expertise, and so I think those three books are powerful. Um, you know, thinking grow rich, uh, entree leadership, and how to win friends and influence people. Hmm. All right. So, 
just like how Moose said, we just wanted to give you your flowers. That's why I was like, even in Clubhouse, yo, need you on the Nikki and Moose show. Because you have been killing it. Like I said, as a joke earlier, you were the Caucas- the the black dude on a Caucasian network. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I gotta pay attention. Then, of course, that uh that famous video of that you actually told no to a female on a date yeah. because uh they wanted to go somewhere expensive, and you were like, Yeah, we could go the next date, not this one. We ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's not it's not gonna happen. Now you coming out with a course to help yeah. the people. Not get rejected like her. You feel me? (laughs) (laughs) I want to joke a little bit and say, ladies, if you're trying to get your shot, there's this course that's coming out that's going to give, get his number. Um, You don't have to try too hard. You just got to do the little entry fee and you get his number. I'm just saying, ladies. I don't know if you I always think of the loopholes of things, okay? I don't feel like you always gotta be super direct. I feel like you you gotta show commitment. Look, I love that your brand funny. and everything you're doing. I had to get in the course. You just you know, you got right you you bring the attention, you make it about him. He'd be probably be like Hey man, the number the, the number is, is changing after those eight weeks. I'm just saying that right now, Nikki. <laughs> We, That's, okay. That's okay. That's okay. It just needs an in. And then when she's in, <laughs> let me get the real number. Because it's probably not real even number. the real. Let me get the real number. Yeah. But I need the, the in. You feel me? Give me the uh, number that is changing too. Listen. listen. <laughs> but, Y'all are funny. Look, um, one thing, what can where can the people find you? And normally we let Moose close it out with final words. We want to give you that honor because you've been dropping bars this whole time. So where can people find you and final words for the people? Yeah, uh, man, you can find me on anthonyoneal.com and uh, you'll see all my information there. Um, social media, some free resources to uh, around your money situation, how to get out of debt, how to really build wealth, how to even talk about money if you're dating. You know, There's a free ebook on there. It's about 20 pages long on, hey, here, here's some conversation starters when it comes to uh, finances while you're dating. So check that out. Um, and then also like my show, uh, The Table with Anthony O'Neill, that information is on there. Uh, but final words, man, just remember, it's simple, that the caliber of your future will be determined by the choices you make today. Make the right choice. And clearly you did by listening to the Nikki and Moose show. Uh, so keep making them and it'll impact you down the road. 